Hey, profitable creators. I'm Molly Kaiser, and I went from being an art school dropout with just 81 cents to my name to building an online education business, helping thousands of creative business owners around the world. Each week, I have the honor of interviewing six-figure entrepreneurs about what's working best for them right now, the biggest lessons they've learned, and their top tangible takeaways you can put into place for your business. This is the Profitable Creator Podcast. All right. Hey, Profitable Creators. Molly here today. I am super, super stoked to be interviewing my good friend, Allison J. Prince. She has built four lucrative multi-million dollar online businesses from the ground up. She's been featured on Forbes and on the cover of Costco Connection. How cool is that? But she feels her most successful business choice was teaching her 10 and 13 year old daughters how to sell over $100,000 online. She watched them gain confidence, embrace entrepreneurship, and begin to live what she terms because I can life. She now shows others that they have the ability to do whatever they put their minds to. Why? Because they can. Welcome, Allison. You read that so well. <laughs> it's such a good intro. I'm so glad you're here. I, thanks for inviting me. Thanks for inviting me and letting me choose this crazy background. If you're, okay, if you're watching on YouTube, you got to check out this background. It's pretty sweet. Yeah. <laughs> so did your team create that for uh, all the Zoom calls? <laughs> so we just had an event and I thought, how cool would it be? We went, um, Rona stepped in, right? Two weeks before we were about to do this live conference. And so we had to pivot to virtual and I was like, what can we do? What can we do to make it extra special? So we created like eight zoom backgrounds that are all branded. Some say cha-ching, uh, some have like the inner jokes that we talk about in our group, uh, things like that. So this one's just one of them that says I can. <laughs> I love it. That's awesome. Well, let's, let's start with, you know, how did you, I mean, you've been on so many entrepreneurial journeys. How did you get started and get to where you are today? Well, uh, I went to college, right? Like that was the only option that we had. I went to college. I graduated on my degree, was so excited to get my first paycheck ever. I was a junior high teacher. I worked 30 days solid, worked my guts out and handed me my first paycheck and I qualified for government assistance. And I was like, okay, this is not cool. And I knew like teachers weren't going to be wealthy, but I thought I could at least pay for my own food. And so that was like number one slap in the face. And my husband was going to school full time. We just had a new baby. And so I had to pick up a second job. And I was like, I don't want this life. I don't want this life. I was borrowing my, my little brother's car. It was a Chevette, a Chevy Chevette. I think that's what it was. It was like the biggest junker in the whole world. My husband could hardly fit into it. We didn't dare put the baby in the back seat because it was like a tin can on wheels. Um, and I'm like, I don't want this. I don't want this. And so, uh, and, and then I was like, okay, I'm going to figure out how to be a millionaire. I don't know how I'm going to do it, but I'm going to figure out how to be a millionaire. And so what did I do? I started clipping coupons because I'm like, oh, if I can just hold on to more money, that can help me become a millionaire. Right. And, uh, my brother, he was watching me do this and he saw me spending hours cutting coupons on Sunday and mapping out like how much money I could save. And he's like, you know, um, if you stopped researching, and studying the Sunday newspapers and actually started studying on how to make money, I bet you'd make more money. He's <laughs> like, how many years would it take you to save up 10 cent coupons to become a millionaire? And that started clicking. Oh my gosh, 
I'm spending hours trying to save money. And if I could change that to looking into how to make money, like that was a huge paradigm shift for me. So anyway, fast forward a few years, we have four kids. Um, and I was dabbling in business, learning about business, studying about business. And I was like, okay, I'm doing this. I'm doing this. So I looked around, uh, well, I figured out that I wanted to do an online store and I looked around, I hadn't, I didn't really have anything. And so I actually sold stuff that was headed to the trash, put it up online. And I ended up selling two to $300, my very first sell. And it proved to me that I could actually create money online. And at the time I had, I just had a baby. I was nursing the baby. I was typing one handed, uploading pictures. Um, and life was so chaotic. I didn't have money. <laughs> I had, I didn't know what I was doing. I had no clue what I was doing, but I did it. And I stepped into the complete insecurity of starting an online store because I didn't want that paycheck to paycheck life. I, I didn't want it. I didn't want it. And so something had to change and that was me changing. And so anyway, um, that morning I hit publish my very first product, walked upstairs to help the toddler and the baby and the whole breakfast morning routine. And we heard this random dinging sound and I thought it was just a toy malfunctioning. And so my husband, he, comes around the corner and he's like, what is that sound? And I'm like, I don't know. He goes off to investigate, comes running back around the corner and he's like, Allison, every time that cell or that ding goes off, it's a cell. And I like felt every single emotion in the whole gamut, right? Like I was so scared. I was like, I didn't know how to ship. I was, like I'd shipped a letter, but I hadn't shipped, you know, some packages before a whole bunch of them. I was worried. I was relieved. I was excited. I had proved to myself that this was actually possible. So like, it was like the, I started dancing and screaming. I don't know if I was like cry happy. Like it was just every emotion possible. And I was so excited because I proved to myself that this was actually possible. And then I showed up day after day after day um, and then built a multi-million dollar business starting with trash. Like we sold trash, literal trash on that first day. And by year two, it was a multi-million dollar business. So oh that was fun. That's incredible. And my favorite part of that is that you didn't sit and think about every little detail. You just went and did it and like figured it out along the way. Yeah. Don't, if you try and figure out details, you'll never get it done because there's no way you can think about every single possible scenario. Like there's not, I mean, there were times where, Oh, it was, it, you can't do that. And honestly, for me, um, I feel like God or the universe or the higher part, whatever you believe in, right? Didn't bless me with this big vision, this million dollars, billion dollar business. I wasn't given that because um, I can't handle it. I can only handle, I can't even handle a, or a full step at a time. I'm only given a half a step at a time. Like Allison, we push the publish button. And I'm like, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> right. And I push that publish button and then I'm like, Oh, what do I sell tomorrow? How do I ship these products? Okay. And then I have like these little half steps that have led me on this journey because 10 years ago, nine years ago, when I was that scared, insecure mom who was nursing her baby, if I would have seen what I see today, like if I would have been shown my vision today, I would have shut down. I would have started watching Netflix. Mm -hmm. I would have been hiding in the closet saying, I can't do that. I can't do that. No way. No way. I'm just Alice. I'm a, 
an old junior high teacher who qualified for government assistance and has five kids and hasn't taken a shower for the day. Like I have to have these little wins along the way and celebrate them. And that's what builds my confidence to move forward. I love that. I can relate to that so hard. Like I always say my, my secret is just to just do it, <laughs> figure it out along the way for sure. So let's talk about when you first started that. I know you mentioned before we started recording that you started uh, with a Facebook group. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah. Okay. So um, let's back. I have, I have a lot of businesses. <laughs> so, okay. After um, at about six years, I started feeling that I needed to share my journey. Of, uh, so I actually have a blog too, and that we've got like 2.1 million Facebook followers over there. Um, and then I had this multi-million dollar e-commerce business and I felt like I need to start sharing my journey, but I was like, nope, nope, no, <laughs> I am an introvert by nature. I am scared of the world. I'm afraid if I put up a Facebook post, people are going to like make fun of my eyebrows or tell me I'm a bad mom. You know I what I mean? Because I relate. Yeah. Right. Like just this stupid stuff. We get in our head so much and yeah. I'm like, Nope, not doing it. Not doing it. No way. <laughs> no, I am not teaching other people. I'm just going to stay in my head. And I just kept feeling it stronger and stronger and stronger. And then I actually tried selling, um, like a course and it just fell flat. It did not do well. And I said, okay, I'm, I'm just going to, let me just stay back in e-commerce. Um, and then I entered into an area where there was other people that were selling, uh, education products and doing really well. And they weren't like the true, yes, they were the face of their brand, but it wasn't like so in your face. And it wasn't that I, I just didn't want everybody to know everything about Allison and my family and my kids and what socks I wear and just like some of the weird stuff. Right. Uh, and I didn't want that. And so I started watching these other entrepreneurs that were making it happen and still living this beautiful, wonderful life without having to live through their lens of social media. And so as I started studying them, I was watching what they were doing. And one of the things I noticed is that some of them had Facebook groups and it was a free Facebook group. And I'm like, I'm going to start a Facebook group and I'm going to practice teaching I'm going to start getting out of my head and start just talking for free. So this is, this is going to be like me as a teacher, but allowed to bugger it up. Cause I can always say, you well, you, you get what you pay for because <laughs> it's a free group, right? It allowed me to have mistakes. And there were times that, oh, so anyway, I started this group, move forward. And I remember the first time I did a live video, I literally had to run up and down the stairs so I didn't puke. I was so nervous, but I didn't even have any followers. Like who was going to watch the video? Nobody was going to watch the video. I don't know why I was so nervous. Well, I do. It's because you're in your head, right? And anything that you do when you go out and you change lives, the devil, the Satan, the dark, whoever you believe in is getting in your head to make you stop. He doesn't want you happy. He does not want you happy. He wants you completely miserable or the dark, whatever it is, right? wants you completely miserable. And so you lean into, you know, I'm going to serve others, the whole world. Like, it's just, it's just chaotic. It's just chaotic. So I'm running up and down the stairs. I get on the live. I'm like, hi, I'm Allison. It's my very first Facebook live. I actually should go find it. Oh, that would be so funny. Um, <laughs> and I did a Facebook live. And when I was done, the stupid thoughts came in. 
And I'm like, I stuttered. Uh, I didn't say the right things. I have a rule oh. where I never will rewatch a live of mine. Like I just, because <laughs> then you think about it too much. <laughs> you do. I call them the stupid thoughts, this total stupid thoughts, right? And um, I was like, it's okay, it's okay. Then I started doing it again. And I allowed myself to delete some of the videos, which, oh, I wish I wouldn't have. Uh, but I allowed myself to delete some of the videos where I just, just dumb, just, I don't know. It was just, it was nuts. And I gave myself permission to not be perfect in that Facebook group. And then I had followers start coming in. They would find me, uh, people would share, uh, and I started to have followers come in. And I'm so glad I set up a business not based on perfection because I would get on there with no makeup, bedhead, hiding in the car <laughs> in my garage at 7 a.m. Uh, and say, hey, I'm on here because guess what happened? I want to show you this. I want to show you this. I want to show you this. And they're like, thank you for not being perfect, Allison. Thank you for being real. Thank you for being a, like, you look like a hot mess today. And I'm like, I know, but you're not here for fashion. You're not here for makeup. We're diving into business. That is my expertise. That's where I love. And I gave myself permission to be messy. And then I, it was about six weeks. I started growing this Facebook group of just free content and me learning my voice and me not causing an earthquake of <laughs> shaking when I get on a Facebook live and I'm like, Ooh, right. Um, and at six weeks I launched my first, um, real online education course. Uh, and I had a warm audience and we converted and I paid zero Facebook ads. And I'm so glad that like each step, each, whether it was e-commerce, my very first one, whether it was my first blog post, whether it was my first Facebook live, my first Facebook group, I gave myself permission to suck. <laughs> I gave my per myself permission to start at zero because that's the best place to start, to learn your story, to learn your voice, to learn what resonates. Uh, so starting at zero is like the best place to start. For sure. And as you guys know, I started this new business in April. And one of the best things that we did was start our Facebook group. And it like the more, so, you know, I've had multiple different businesses over the years, but the more times that I start a new business, I realized, like you said, it really comes down to messaging. That's the most important thing that I have found because your ads are going to work without the right messaging. Your group's not going to work without the right messaging. Your emails aren't going to get opened without the right messaging. So um, but that's exactly what we did in April is we started this group and it, I only grew it to 200 people. That was it. Like I just, I wanted to make sure that I only added specifically people that would be like really good fit. And within 30 days we had $20,000 in our Stripe account. So I, I love Facebook groups and I actually want to dive more into this because I've been doing some research on Google trends and I realized that uh, TikTok and Instagram are way more um, popular for like people wanting to learn those methods right now, like way more. And Facebook groups is actually the least popular. And for me, the ones that have made me by far the most money is a Facebook group. Um, and Pinterest drives a lot of our traffic, but those were the two least popular things that were searched for. Um, and I've been on Instagram, uh, literally since day one, I've posted a post almost every single day since Instagram started and I have not had many direct sales from Instagram. So I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. Like, do you, maybe, maybe you're totally different. Maybe you love Instagram, but what, um, social media platforms do you find like work best for organic? Um, I love that you bring this topic up because I actually saw, <laughs> go for it. <laughs> 
I saw your post in the Facebook and your Facebook group and someone asked about Instagram and you're like, why? <laughs> uh, <laughs> so person. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I love that. You're just like, Oh, this is what it is. So I actually stopped posting most of May, June and July on Instagram. I posted here and there, but those are my most profitable months. Why? Oh. Because a Facebook group. So I did stop my free group because it was pulling a lot of me and Once I you grow your business big enough. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You don't need it anymore. I found the same thing. So yeah. So I just, it's my, I have a, the private paid Facebook group. Uh, I can pour more of me in there and I, those that invest in me freaking heck, I'm going to invest in you, right? I'm going to show up for you. I'm going to do all those things. And this, so, um, our group's called the because I can life, but we're a family. We celebrate the heck out of each other. I get to watch these people's journeys all the time. We have hashtags where we can, uh, we call them a can win C A N W I N. So they make their first dollar and we're like, ah! and I send them a free t-shirt that says, because I can on it, because I can life on it. And this t-shirt means so much to them because, you know, making that first dollar is super hard, not, not hard as in like crawling across the desert on your knees. Right. It's hard as you have to get over your stupid thoughts in your head. Mm -hmm. And so we send them a t-shirt, they post selfies, everybody's celebrating them. Then when they make their first 10,000, 50,000, hundred thousand, and we know each other's stories. And then we can search of, okay, we need a t-shirt manufacturer. We go to their search bar, find the t-shirt manufacturer. Then there was another time where we were selling a shirt and it was a picture. There's some story behind it, but it was a llama shirt, like literal a llama. And I'm like, we're going to sell a llama shirt. Cause my story had to do with a llama. Anyway, um, I said, post pictures of llamas. And so we got hundreds of posts of pictures of llamas. And then I said, okay, on Tuesday for two hours, we're going to sell this llama shirt. Let's do it. Let's all wear llama shirts. And we sold thousands of dollars in llama shirts. But what was cool about it is it brought us together because we're all wearing the same shirt. We're all talking about llamas. We all understand why in the heck llamas have to do with e-commerce, oh, right? It's a joke. It's perfect. <laughs> you can't do that on Instagram. You can't do that because Instagram doesn't show you everything, right? And, um, and then TikTok, we're, it might get banned. It might get shut down. We don't know what's going on with TikTok, right? And Facebook group has been the most, the, I, I call it cheating marketing, cheating marketing, because I can go in with a new product that's amazing and say, Hey, we we're listening to what you need and we're all talking the same language. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, we're missing this you need X, Y, Z. And they're like, yes, we need it. And so we can develop a product around what they need instead of me trying to guess on Instagram when it's just like looky loos and people that don't understand it. And I feel like I'm starting over, but this Facebook group has become such a family, uh, because we get to watch each other's, um, like when we celebrate, when we struggle, Hey guys, I got told, no, how do you deal with rejection? Hey, this didn't quite go as well. Can someone take a look at my product and give me some feedback? And so it's like this give and take group where Instagram, I just don't feel like it's a give and take. It's just a give relationship. Mm -hmm. So hands down, 100% agree with you. Facebook groups become a family 
of communication, of connection. Instagram, it's got its purpose, totally got its purpose, but for education and online um, community, course creation, Facebook group has been the best of the best. Not only, yes, for sales, but for fulfillment, right? Of being able to watch your students do the thing, yeah, that you're talking about. Oh, it's like the best feeling ever. So it's like such a win-win situation. So I know when you first started and you decided like, okay, I'm going to get out of my head. I'm going to create my own course. And I know you said that you were scared and I was for sure scared the first time I started my first course. I, guess. I, I literally was like, nobody's going to buy this. And then I made $60,000 and I couldn't even speak. <laughs> um, but tell me about that. So like, how do you feel now? Like, I want to, I want to hear how you feel now. Like you've built this amazing community. And like you said, you get to see people posting that, you know, you've helped them make their first dollar, their first hundred K. Like, how does that feel? Um, it's very humbling. I'm not going to lie. It's very, very humbling. Um, but I still get scared. Uh, so last year we did our first event ever serious. I have serious issues with stage fright. We're, we're talking earthquakes when I stand on stage. Um, and six months prior to this event, I'd actually tried to sell something and half the audience walked out on me. And so it was like a big hole in the gut. Um, and anyways, I, I, two days before the event, I was telling my husband, I can't do this. I can't, who do I think I am to do this? And I mean, we have sold so many millions of products online, right? Like I have the great, what do they call it? Like a rap sheet? Is that what it's called? I don't know what it's called, right? Or street creds, street creds. <laughs> like I've got great street creds, but I had such imposter syndrome. I couldn't even get out of my head. And I was so scared. I was so scared. And the whole thought of why am I doing this? I could be watching Netflix in my pajamas, but no, I'm standing up in front of these people sharing my journey with them. I, I'm scared. I'm scared. And I remember, um, right before I went and got on stage, my whole team was in the room and I looked at them and I lost it. I just started bawling and I'm like, I am so scared. I need you guys to hold my fear. I can't do this without you. I need you to hold my fear. This is the thing that's holding me back. And so each one of them, it was so amazing. And every time I think back about it, like you'll hear my voice crack up a little bit because it was so powerful. Each of my team members came up. My family was there. I'm, I'm talking my family is my team, right? And then a few of my staff um, and my parents were there and they came up and they just held me and they said, I've got your fear. Go step into who you need to be to serve these people. And then I felt better. And then I was about to get on stage and my husband comes and he just grabs me and he just holds me. He's like, babe, I've got your fear. I've got your fear. Go be who these people need you to be right now. And I got up on stage and it was the most amazing feeling because I let go of that second conversation, those stupid thoughts in my head, that self-doubt. And I was able to serve my people at the highest level because it wasn't about me. It wasn't about what if I do this or what if I do that? No, it was, let me deliver my message to teach you that you can do this as well, that teach you, you can like, because I can, because you can do this as well. And so the thing that I couldn't carry 
at the time I let someone else carry it. And now when I go into things like we just had a virtual event uh, last week, um, right before the same thing, my family came up, held me. I mean, it's, it's only, it was a six of us. Right. And they said, mom, we've got your fear. And I let them hold what I can't carry at the moment. And I'm able to step into who I need to be, let go of that imposter syndrome, let go of that self-doubt, let go of all those people who've made fun of me, who's doubted me, who didn't believe in me. I let that all go. And it allows me to become who I need to be just for that moment. And then when I sit back down, then the stupid thoughts come back in. Right. And then my husband comes and he distracts me and then we're able to move forward. But it's something that I personally have to do to get over it. And I don't think it's ever going to go away. I really don't because when we're out there, we're changing lives. Mm-hmm. Like Satan's minions or the darkness minions are on you to bring you down and you just have to push through it. When you shared about your husband holding you, I'm like literally teared up because I just relate to that so hard. Um, Aaron has seen so many times where back when I was a photographer, even though I had done hundreds, thousands of photo shoots and still to this day, if I do a photo shoot or anything, speak on stage, go live, I get nervous. And I always do this where I'm like, Oh, I shouldn't do this. It's going to be bad. Like I, I say all these things and Aaron always has to like talk me off the ledge. And then when I'm done, I was like, that was the most amazing thing ever. Like, it was so great. It was so amazing. And um, yeah, I think that that's definitely really, really relatable. So what would you say to anyone who's listening to us thinking about um, starting, you know, their own business or trying to grow their own business and they're, and they're struggling? Number one, don't do it alone. Don't do it alone. Get a business partner. Um, I made God my business partner. Maybe you make the universe your, your business partner, whoever it is, right? Whoever brings you peace and knows more about you than you know, bring that person in as your business partner, then bring someone else like my husband. And I've got a sister who, they're just amazing people. I don't want to go through this alone. It's too hard. It's too hard, right? They're going to see things in me that I can't see in me. And they're going to be able to hold me and pick me up when I feel like I can't even get up because it happens. It happens so much as an entrepreneur. We're being so vulnerable. We're putting ourselves out there and we have the risk. Like I've been told so many times on social, you look drunk. I'm not drunk. I'm just happy. This is what happy looks like. This is me excited. This is me finding my passion. And then how can I not get excited when I see my students succeeding? Right? So number one, find someone that can be your support that you can lean into. You have to. And I, it's like a three-way triangle. It's you, it's God, the universe, your spiritual, your Buddha, whatever it is. Right. And then it's someone else. Who is it for me? I'm so blessed. I get my husband and my sister. So, so, so blessed for some people. It's a mom for some people. It's a friend do that first. And it's gotta be someone who doesn't criticize you. They criticize you get the junk out of there. No, no, no. (laughs) You're too vulnerable. You're too exposed. Um, and then the second thing is start a Facebook group, start practicing, start practicing and knowing the feeling of, Oh my gosh, I feel so insecure. Oh my gosh. I'm so scared to do this. And as soon as you start to recognize it, then you can turn to those giants that are supporting you 
and saying, can you hold my insecurity? Can you hold my fears? I'm going to go live and I'm afraid I'm going to stutter. I'm afraid I drew my eyebrows on wrong. I'm afraid my lipstick's on. Oh, you know, I don't know all the crap you make up in your head, right? Um, then you give it to them and then they hold it and then you step into it. And then here's another thing that I found. <laughs> like it's a really good trick. So on your phone, you know, when you're holding it up, right? Um, and you're staring at yourself while you're talking. That second voice goes like it's a party. That second voice critiquing your teeth that need to be whitened, your all that stuff, right? Put a sticky note over your face so you can't stare at yourself. You're looking at that little black dot <laughs> and you're not staring at yourself and you can get your message out. Then you start practicing. Then you start practicing more and more and more. And then you'll start, you're going to start realizing that people love your words more than they care what you look like. Mm, love that. So those are some of the things when you're starting out to do so that you can actually hit publish, grow your multi-million dollar business. Why? Because you can, right? We have phones, we have computers, we have technology. Like we've already, I mean, if we're sitting in front of a computer, we have a phone, we've basically already won the lottery because we have the ability to grow a business today. I always share about back in high school, this was like 2000, I don't know, 2005, 2004, three, whatever, somewhere around there. I remember I started my first blog back then. It was called like Zanga Live Journal. This was like back in the day. You had to hand code your own websites. Um, oh my God. We didn't just have smartphones. We had like flip phones that didn't have anything fancy on it. So I just want to share with you guys, like if you're thinking like, oh, I'll start um, later or I wish I started before or something like that, like this is literally the best time to get started. I mean, we all have, even if you just have a phone, you can do many things on just your phone. Um, and you know, we have software now where you just plug it in and you go and you don't have to hand code your own website. So like, God, I remember selling stuff on eBay and like, it was just so primitive. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, thank you so much for sharing all these amazing stories and tips with us. If those listening could just take one thing away, what would you hope for that to be uh, from this episode? To listen to Molly. <laughs> no, I'm not kidding. Like, you know, Molly, you have, you've done this multiple times. You know how to get people going, get people up that mountain and get them to become experts at whatever they're trying to teach. Like you felt the fear, you felt the insecurities. Uh, but you know how to push through it. And then once you push through it, you know how to build a funnel, you know how to do Facebook, ads. you know how to do all the things. So yeah, the tip is listen to Molly, listen to what she is telling you and then do it and then kick those stupid thoughts out of your head because you're meant to have money. Why? Because you're going to do good things with it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Whether it's helping your, um, grandparents and assisting living facility, right. Or taking food to neighbors. Oh my gosh. Have you been in the grocery store lately? It is so expensive. <laughs> oh, is I actually, my husband does the grocery shopping. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it is. It is. I went and bought celery and I was like, for real? It's this. Uh, anyway, like if you want to make dinner for a sick neighbor, it's going to cost you money. Let Molly show you how to make money so that you have the funds to go and serve the people 
in your life that needs servicing. So that's, is that an okay tip? Cause I think no, really I mean, thank you so much. That's so sweet. And I totally agree with your tip of like money is not evil. It's a way for you to serve on a, a larger level. So, I mean, obviously you guys know, I love to help people start businesses. So I a hundred percent agree. And I think you should definitely listen to Allison. So Allison, tell <laughs> us what is a, a way that we can connect with you online? Uh, so Instagram, Allison J Prince, but you know, like, I'm so spotty there. Uh, I have a podcast called the, because it's called because I can life L I F E. Um, you can go check me out there or, uh, is it okay if I give your listeners something? Oh, of course. Go for it. They love it. Okay. So, uh, a lot of people, when they start like an e-commerce business, they don't know what to sell. And so I put together a vault of products that may surprise you. Some of the stuff that I sold to help me to get to my first million. And I'm telling you, some of the stuff's trash in there. And so I created a vault of 16 things. Um, and it's at because I can life L I F E.com forward slash gift. And you can download that list. Uh, and you might chuckle at the list of some of the things be like, she sold that, but I show, I show you how I sold it, uh, and how people loved it. And we added value to it. Um, and we made a lot of, a lot of customers very happy. <laughs> so cool. I'm gonna have to go check it out now and see what this this trash is. I like it. <laughs> Thank you so much for sharing all these tips and stories. And of course the gift with, with everyone, it's been super fun and I'm sure we'll chat again really soon. <laughs> Thanks Molly. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, Profitable Creator. Thank you so very much for tuning into this episode of the Profitable Creator Podcast. We put out new episodes every week. And if you enjoyed this episode, we would love if you'd support us by subscribing and leaving a review on iTunes. As a thank you, we'd love to send you a free PDF on how to choose your profitable course idea for your business. Just go to ProfitableCourses.com to download. That's ProfitableCourses.com. See you next time.